0: You're listening to Real People of Orange County, and I'm your host, Kimberly Martin. This show is a fun and informative look inside the lives of Orange County's best and brightest. These are people who serve their community in a meaningful capacity on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. So I don't know if you remember way back, but we had uh, drum lab the drum lab expert David Demeter in the studio a while back talking about Uh, some of the projects he was doing with special needs students. And uh, I don't know, David and I just connected. It was just such a, I don't know, we'll just call it magic. Who knows? Uh, But we've developed a fondness for each other since that first interview. And I uh, wanted to have David back to hear a little bit more about what's going on. He has been working with youth bands. And there is an upcoming event you might want to hear about. Um, youth Music Rocks live in the Pilsner Room at McCormick and Schmick's. So I've invited David in, and I've also invited some of those uh, youth bands to come in and talk a little bit about what they're doing. So, David, welcome back to KUCI.
1: Thank you. It's good to be back.
0: Good. Well, we never did get to have you back in to play your own music, but tonight you felt it was really important to uh, feature some of these kids, really, 14-year-olds, that are doing some amazing things. So let's talk a little bit about this.
1: Absolutely. Well, I went to a fundraiser at Aliso Viejo High School and three of my students were playing in, some, in, in the bands and I watched all their sets and I was blown away at how professional, even though I knew what they were doing and they played me different things along the way. This, I had to be at this event because three of my students were at this event along with other bands, but I was really blown away by them. So uh, how professional they were. Um, how they completely had it down, their production, their playing. It wasn't just that they were playing good. They were playing well all together. So I put this event together um, because I think it's of note that, um, and, I, and I don't call them kid bands. You didn't say that either. You said youth bands. But they're young men and women playing. The, the youngest in this lineup from McCormick's in the Pilsner Room is uh, 14 years old, I think. 13 and 14 is the youngest people in the bands.
0: That's amazing.
1: So um, I talked to Ken Klein at McCormick's, who's the entertainment coordinator, and he he books all kinds of venues, but all the McCormick's uh, and the entertainment involved in that, and he thought it was a great idea. Um, So we put it together, and it says series. Um, We want want to make it a a monthly thing. So I'm already talking to other uh, young artists about, putting together another night for May, and we're going to see how that goes. So it's really important that this event um, coming up this Sunday on, on April 19th, um, the doors open at 5. It's really important that um, we have good attendance, and I think everyone's really excited, so I think we will.
0: So probably a lot of families supporting this event. Uh, they want to see their kids up there. But are you guys raising money for any event this time, or is that something that you'll do down the line?
1: Um, not a, not not directly. This uh, is kind of a labor of love for, for me, and uh, it's a great venue, the Pilsner Room. Uh, they have a balcony, and they have a great new stage, and... Um, a great uh, new Yamaha digital piano that's 20 grand. It actually has strings, but it sounds phenomenal. And they've been using that. Um, also, they've been promoting jazz, and um, and they have an outside promoter doing that on Saturday. So every Saturday they have a jazz event, and it's getting really popular. And um, what Ken Klein had said was for me to tell all your listeners is that if every saturday mccormick's and schmicks in irvine in the pilsner room is having jazz a jazz program and um for uci students um he's waiving the cost if you have a student id um he will let you in for free
0: wow that's generous okay so ken klein productions is he the one organizing the jazz events
1: uh, yes, he is.
0: Okay. So he's um, gen- very generously offered that to KUCI students. You've got to have that student ID. Uh, love giving opportunities through KUCI, especially something such as that where you can go listen to music for free. Um, where is McCormick and Jimmicks? It's in Irvine, right, on Main Street?
1: Yeah. If, um, if you go down MacArthur from UCI um, – you know, if you, well, you wouldn't go down MacArthur. <laughs> I don't know Orange County that well, I guess. <laughs> um, so if you took the 405 to MacArthur and turned right and made your first right on Main Street, it's two blocks down. Okay, perfect. Uh, it's right in the business di- district there. It's and been there for a while. It's been there for a while, but it's got a great vibe. it it's got a balcony, it's got a terrace, and you have a really good view. Even on the outside terrace, when they open the French doors, you can see the stage really well and actually hear really well. They have speakers to the whole place, the the balcony as well. So, we're really looking forward to these kids being in uh, on a professional stage, and um, and and I just said kids, didn't I?
0: You did. <laughs> well, you know, it's worth it's worth noting though, because this is an adult venue, and there is a cover charge. Right? There's a ten dollar cover for um, for anybody who's not a UCI student. <laughs> um, so, but it's worth noting y- you've got four bands playing on this first night of your, um, the initial night of your concert series. It's worth noting that the musical acts that'll be playing are fabulous. And so you probably wouldn't know that you were listening to a youth band, would you?
1: That's the point. Um, uh, The names of the bands, uh, uh, you know, the Taco Truck is a new band and they're like art rock and love it,
0: love and, the name, love the name.
1: Yeah, but they're they're pretty serious, uh, pretty serious uh, guys. And were um, any
0: of these people in this band your students from the drum
1: lab? Uh, yeah, Cesar and the Taco Truck is, okay. and um, is the, he the drummer? Then he's or? the drummer. Okay. Yes, and um, they write all original material in that band. Um, it's a completely original uh, thing, and a lot of it is written from the drumming with the the vocalist. Uh, Sid. Interesting. And uh, so I thought this is kind of their club debut. They have played a couple fundraisers and um, done a short set. And what I've heard and seen has just been amazing. So I really wanted to bring them to the stage. And also, um, there's a great um, another one of my drum students, um, Dylan Page, um, in Ricochet. And he Ricochet. recently, yep, he recently joined that band. And um, they're doing really well, and they've been um, gigging up a storm, so they're excited. They're going to open. And then we have um, Caitlin Murphy and Rocky Kuhner and um, they are songwriting partners, and they are senior students at OSHA, and um, they're incredible. I've actually had Caitlin and Rocky in my studio to record, and I've also had, had, had Caitlin back um, to sing... Um, I think you might remember Kimberly that um, this girl wrote a song and um, I should bring that to play for you but um, she wrote a song but she couldn't sing and she couldn't play an instrument so I put the music together for her based off her melody and then brought Caitlin in to sing the song and she was incredible it was it was just unbelievable the girl you know tried to duplicate it but wound up using that version to show this is my song.
0: Interesting. So wow.
1: she was phenomenal. We also have um, Pura Tomo, who is just like the ultimate cover band. Um, they they do uh, they have great lead vocals, a guy and a girl, and they do old stuff and new stuff. And um, I heard them do "All My Loving" by the Beatles, and I, I have to tell you, it it was uh, a phenomenal um, version. And so um, I'm real excited about this, and I hope the community reaches out and comes to support. Them, I th- I'm sure, it'll be an exciting night.
0: Absolutely. Well, we're definitely going to bring them in. I, it must be really rewarding for you as a teacher to bring or to bring to life or to see. You know, you teach like you say. You say at the Drum Lab, you're down in Laguna Niguel, but you say that you prepare students for their um, for their auditions for places like the Berkeley School of Music in Boston, USC, OSHA. Um, La College of Music. You know, you, you you do some pretty heady stuff down there.
1: Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> I've I've prepped at least uh, six drummers that were auditioning some multiple places. Uh, I had one that went to Berkeley. Uh, they h- held auditions up in Hollywood, and um, he he. I don't know the outcome because I think it's too soon. I think it's just coming through now. But he also. Uh, audition for USC as well, and we've been shooting videos for OSHA students, our potential students, and every, uh, a lot of video auditions.
0: Probably really great for those families to have your support then.
1: Yeah, well, uh. I hope so. <laughs> but I'm enjoy, <laughs> I'm totally enjoying uh, what I do and uh, loving what I do. And uh, the drum lab also has industry professionals come. Uh, we've had some major drummers, uh, Greg Bissonette. Um, John Ferraro, uh, who's local here now, and even Korn's drummer, um, Ray Luger, came. And uh, Walfreda Riaz Jr., he's a, a mainstay. He comes back and, and teaches, and he plays with Chicago currently. But he was with Santana and Steve Winwood and uh, Lindsey Buckingham. So, I mean, we have industry professionals coming to the drum lab to work with the kids and the youth. Now, and
0: if I remember correctly, when we had you here last time, we were featuring... The work you were doing at Ocean View School where you're mentoring students, um, special needs students, um, with music and getting instruments into their hands. Right. But um, we also talked about your master class with Walfredo Reyes. You offer those to the public, don't you?
1: Yes. Okay, so anybody can come to a master
0: class. They don't have to be a Drum Lab student, but that's just one of the perks for your students that you offer. Okay, good. All right, so let's um, go ahead and tell me again about the event. Um, it's through uh, Ken Klein Productions over at McCormick and Schmicks on Sunday.
1: Yeah, it's actually a Drum Lab and Klein Productions um, event um, at the Pilsner Room at McCormick and Schmicks. So it's actually the bar part. Um, okay. And it's a beautiful room. Sounds great. Uh, natural sound, too. We don't usually mic anything but the bass drum, and that's just in case we need it. So okay, it's a great, uh, great acoustics in there. And um, it's this Sunday. April nineteenth, um, the doors open at f- at five, and the show starts at five thirty.
0: Okay, very good. Yeah, I love it when Sunday shows happen a little earlier. It's kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> you want to wind down the weekend, but you do want to get a jump on the week, so it's kind of nice. It's really...
1: also the food is great there, so you know it? it's not mandatory. There's there isn't any kind of minimum or anything like that.
0: Okay, good. All right. Well, so it also um, want to reiterate the fact that. Uh, Ken Klein Productions and the Drum Lab offered ke I'm sorry, UCI students, those in possession of their ID cards, to get in for free. So there's a ten dollar cover uh, for anyone else, and UCI students get an opportunity there. So that's really great. Correct. All right, good. So I want to bring in the bands. So um, who's too. up first?
1: Um, well, we have Caitlin Murphy and Rocky Cooner. And all right, we'll welcome them in. Okay.
2: Just to fall asleep, but you're in my head Floating all around, we can't agree Just trying to wade through, but you give up on me
0: First band uh, Caitlin Murphy and Rocky Cooner uh, tell me a little bit about them and what makes them so special
1: well um, <laughs> I, I met them when they were a, a little bit younger and um, I think um, Rocky came in to uh, replace a bass track with some band that was recording there and she goes I've only been playing bass for three weeks and she totally nailed it I think it was the first take and I was impressed And but I learned later how how deep their music is and or her music and Caitlin's and Caitlin came in the studio as well to sing a song for a girl that wrote a song that couldn't sing. And she totally honored her melody that she was trying to belt out, you know, the the little girl and um, and totally nailed it on the first take. And and then I used the other two takes for harmonies. (laughs)
0: All right, so the two of you have a really special relationship. I want to hear a little bit about that and how it plays into your music. Come and tell me how you got together. Okay,
3: so me and Rocky met doing theater. Um, We did community theater, like elementary school, middle school. And we met in theater, and we bonded through all the rehearsals and all the shows that we did together. And then we had a friend who was in a show with us who went to OSHA. And so we found out about OSHA, and we're like, oh, hey, maybe we should, like, audition and try it. So we did, and we got in. And our first year at OSHA in seventh grade, we ended up having every single class together, like academics and conservatory classes, which was really cool. And we carpooled that year. And so we were like glued at the hip that whole year. And we've pretty much been the same way ever since.
0: Your stars were aligned that way, weren't they? (laughs) You must be destined for musical greatness. So why don't you come in and tell me a little bit about your um, musical musical life together what have you been doing
4: okay well i mean we started writing i think what year like sixth grade sixth grade yeah we started writing pretty pretty early on um and it probably wasn't like great or anything we didn't write (laughs) great songs but um the more we grew together the more experiences we went through the more we had to write about And the more we shared together, the more we knew how much we had in common and our differences, too. And I think um, our differences made opposites attract kind of like magnets. And so, I mean, everything we write about um, speaks to us on different levels and it probably relates in a different way to each of us. But we both wrote it so generally that it could speak to everyone somehow. So, I mean, our writing is... I mean I I love writing with her she I think she's my soulmate so (laughs) she's my best friend and I don't know I feel like this is we we're gonna write like forever so
3: (laughs) yeah I would definitely agree um writing with Rocky is like it's not something that that I can find very easily I've tried co-writing with other people and like the the collaboration and the chemistry has never been the same with any other person that I've ever tried to write with. It's just kind of like, it's easier for me to express myself completely and like raw, like a raw expression of my emotions because we're best friends. Like, it just kind of happens naturally and I don't have to like pretend and I don't have to like fake anything because I know she's not going to judge me and that we can write openly different ways. We can experiment in different ways and it's always going to turn out like organic because we can just tell the truth and just be honest
0: that's fabulous what what would you say your musical style is when you're together
4: um it's it's pretty indie i guess it's very folkish um it's i mean we're inspired by a lot of um artists from the 60s and you know woodstock stuff so we're pretty hippie-ish when it comes to that (laughs) (laughs) and um I mean,
0: not that you would know what hippies are at your age, right?
4: <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. We listen to a lot of um, old music, like Cat Stevens, Joni Mitchell. Like she's one of my idols. So, um, uh, Carole King, you know Jackson Brown. A lot of a lot of old artists. So um, we listen to their songwriting and how they speak to people and how they've spoken to us. And so we take that, and we kind of learn from that. And especially, like, newer artists, too. Like, we really like um, a band called Daughter, and we're really inspired by them, like, musicality-wise. And, you know, just um, lyric lyrically, you know, she's awesome. So we try to learn from everybody that we can. And... um I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like indie pop now, but mm-hmm. it's it still speaks from the heart, though.
3: Yeah.
0: Now, you gals are part of the classical music program over at Orange County School of the Arts. How has that experience shaped you as artists?
3: Uh, commercial music has been great. It's definitely like an environment where you're surrounded by other people who are like into the same music as you and even into different music. You know what I mean? So you can be exposed to different tastes of music and and people who are insanely talented like they separate it by like instrument so there's like vocalists guitarists keyboardists bassists um drummers and it's it's super cool because you can just work with all these people even especially because it's a smaller conservatory you can work with people of different ages that's probably the best part because you know we're seniors and we get to work with freshmen who look up to us, and then when we were younger, we got to work with seniors, and it's just a really cool environment. Like, OSHA's OSHA's been great for us. Yeah,
4: we all learn from each other somehow.
3: Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so uh,
0: there's interesting things coming for you as you graduate as seniors. Tell me a little bit about that. You've been working together for a good long time. Mm -hmm. Um, I I do want to ask a question about, you know, what somebody could look forward to in the songwriting from somebody young, from a perspective, You know, songwriting is so deep and it taps into something really, really important in terms of our humanness. But as a young person, how do you feel that that um, plays a role?
3: Um, I definitely think that songwriting coming from like a teenager's perspective is, I don't know, it's, it's different from an adult who songwrites, but in a lot of the ways it's the same because you know, there's there's always that expression of emotions, but then at the same time, there's like, I don't know. the The perspective is different in a lot of ways. The
4: maturity level, too.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, us as songwriters, we've we've shared our music with a lot of people, and we always hear, "Oh, you guys are old souls." You know, you don't you don't sound like you wrote that music. Like that music sounds like somebody older wrote it. So we've always had that experience of. um Writing with more of a mature voice, That's I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: You've tapped into some sort of archetypal, you know, <laughs> feelings that are in all of us at all ages, probably. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Very That's yeah. Much
3: archetypal. Yeah, and it's really important, just as a songwriter in general, to make sure that you're connecting with other people and just most importantly being honest with lyrics and with music and not just writing just to write and just to sell, but to write to connect with people and to pluck people's heartstrings (laughs) i guess (laughs) i
4: mean especially teenagers too this is the time where your emotions are and your hormones are just crazy (laughs) and you feel all kinds of things that don't make sense and to make sense of it kind of to put it together in a story it kind of helps coping you know it's like a coping mechanism like when when you're sad or like you're going through a breakup and it's it's just high school or middle school whatever but I mean it speaks to a lot of people even if you're older too if if you know if your heart's broken it's all the same you know it is
0: all the same all right so the two of you are coming to a crossroads really um tell me a little bit about that tell our listeners
3: Yeah, so um, this fall, uh, 2015, I've officially committed to Cal State and Northridge for their (laughs) music industry studies program. So I'm really excited for that. The biggest reason I chose music industry studies is because, yeah, I've had a lot of experience as a singer and as a performer and as a songwriter and as a musician. But I haven't had as much experience as I want to have with producing and with business and kind of like the behind the scenes type of Um, Work in the music industry and I want to be someone that is working in the music industry that is um, Literate with everything I want to be able to work my way through a contract. I want to be able to um, Hop on the soundboard and engineer my own music or other people's music I just want to be someone that can do everything and someone who's not just the singer or the the performer
0: Okay, and what about you Rocky? Well, um, I'm
4: officially taking a year off <laughs> um and trying to pursue music. I mean, doing what I'm doing right now, I'm I've already started without graduating, so I mean I'm gigging as much as I can with my band and I'm recording with them. We're trying to get our music out there and um what it's What's your band's name? Rocklin. Rocklin. And it's really just um Caitlin and I's name mixed up. So <laughs> it's uh-huh. Rockland's like Rocky and Caitlin so
0: So Rockland is the two of you
4: Yeah Yeah yeah, yeah it, And that's the heart and soul of it so mm-hmm.
3: Yeah yeah Rocklin basically started with just me and Rocky With like the music that we were writing And like doing covers of songs that we really liked And over the years it's, it's evolved a lot And I'm not in the band anymore But I'm still a writer And I'm still going to all their gigs and supporting them And it's, it's been a great experience to see How the music has evolved And how just the style has evolved And it's, it's really cool So let me ask you, did you two make these decisions together? Or did your
0: parents influence you in the directions that you ended up Um, going?
4: They influenced us, but um, no matter what we choose, they support us. So if we disagree, they're still going to support us whatever we choose. So, um, I mean, we both chose what we want to do anyway. So um, they're just here to support us and maybe give us advice if they think we should do something else. But um, ultimately, it's up to us. They treat us pretty pretty much like adults now so you know it's um we're pretty lucky to have them they're really good parents so Uh, i
0: always (laughs) love shout outs to great parents that's that's such a reward for your parents yeah (laughs) seriously though (laughs) all right so well i definitely look forward to seeing what's to come from the two of you again if you want to hear rocklin um it's going to be live in the pilsner room on sunday april 19th that's this coming sunday and that's at five o'clock $10 cover and um, if you're a UCI student you can bring you that ID and get in for free. That is courtesy of Ken Klein Productions and the Drum Lab. They are proudly presenting the Youth Music Rocks concert series. So excited to hear about um, what may come of the two of you and to think that we did it all here at KUCI um, got to interview you before you probably hit stardom. So (laughs) Fabulous. All right. So um, thank you both. Thank and, you. And um, we'll look forward to seeing what's coming um, from the two of you. David, do you want to make any other comments before we go? Yeah,
1: yeah, I knew they were different when they were all excited after they did their tracks um, for a, a cover, I think, a cover song that needed to be done in the studio. Um, they were really excited when they whipped out the Delcimer. They, we just got this Delcimer. and I don't know who got it, which one, but they both had it. And, and they played me a new song that was just written, and it was amazing. I went, wow, their songwriting's kind of over and above what we just did. So I I was really excited, to, and I've watched them from afar, and I'm going to see them. I'm going to be in the front seat at the Pilsner Room this Sunday watching them.
0: Fabulous. All right, so up next is going to be the Taco Truck, and uh, we'll bring them in to talk to them about what's going on. All right. So Taco Trek is in the studio. I'm excited because, uh, hey, this is such a cool thing for everybody out there listening. Taco Trek got there started with a middle school talent show. So if you think those moments aren't important in your kids' lives, um, boy, the start of something great. Um, So we have in the studio Alex Soto, Sid Paravi, and uh, Cesar Landa. And I hope I said all those names right, right? Yeah, good. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, need, good. Hey, need. no, I'm getting, I'm a pro. Um, <laughs> Alex is on bass. Sid is on vocal and guitar and keys. Wow, Sid's busy. <laughs> and uh, Cesar is on drums and percussion. So, okay, so oh, look at them, they're arm in arm. I love it. So, uh, I want the story. Tell me how it all got started. Oh, one so,
5: me, yeah, me, me and Cesar. This we, is Alex now, right? Yeah, we we go way back and, um. We, we did a talent we did a talent show in the, si- in the sixth grade. Well, I was in sixth grade and he was in seventh. And then when I was in seventh grade and Cesar was one year away from high school, we decided, like, hey, we'll do it again, but this time with another band member. And, like, we chose Sid because, well, we all went to the same school. And um, we both went to, me and Sid both went to the same extracurricular um, rock, like, music school.
0: Sh- uh, shout out for the school. Where'd you go?
5: Uh, Los Rios Rock School.
0: Los Rios. Okay, very cool.
5: <laughs> yeah. And um we just we we got together like way way before the the actual show and we 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 rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed for for like how many like
6: Oh, probably 4 months.
5: Yeah, for like 4 months, maybe like 3 hours each like each rehearsal. And when when we performed, it just like it felt natural to be with these guys. And, like, from there we met up again, and then we decided, like, hey, let's make this a thing. Let's be a band, just together.
0: I love it. I love it. You should you should see what's going on here in the studio. So, Alex, you're an eighth grader, and uh, Sid and Cesar, you're both freshmen in high school, right? Yes. Yes, yes. that's correct. All right. So, well, <laughs> so does that mean you guys came back to the middle school to perform in the talent show again? How uh, did that work no, out this year?
6: Actually, they didn't allow us to come back this year because you have to be a part of the school in order to perform. Oh, trash. So, yeah, so last year was our middle school debut And after that, we were a cover band for about two months after the talent show, and then we realized that we all have really creative passions for music, and we decided to do something original. So ever since then, we've been writing original music. So that's how that got started.
0: All right. Very cool. So the original music is what makes you unique. Um, Tell me how you came up with the name Taco Truck. I love it. Uh.
5: Well... I don't really remember entirely how. I Pat think it was Cesar. either. I think it was either Alex or maybe my sister that came up with the name. I really don't remember. I think it was Alex. No, no, it, it 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 was your sister. She are you sure? Yeah, she remember she came up with like a bunch of names, like pencil sharpeners, and then taco truck, and we just kind of like, <laughs> we
0: kind of just agreed with taco truck.
6: I think we were all pretty hungry too.
0: Uh, yeah, you couldn't have picked a better name because. <laughs> It's just—it's definitely the time for uh, the food truck industry is making <laughs> its its rise, and for uh, sure. I absolutely love the name. It's really fun. So, what are you guys looking for in the future? Like, what's your plans?
6: I—I um, I mean, personally want us to stick together because I think the music that we write every time we write a new song it's more complex there's more meaning and depth behind it the lyrics are more meaningful each time we get in the studio and we're all writing together and I think that that could really take us very far so I, I'm i hoping to stick with these guys
0: so the key is that synergy isn't it exactly Yeah. that stuff that happens when you come together right? yes yeah. exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. alright so what's that like when you're in the mode tell me what that's like when you're writing a song together well, it just kind of feels like a newborn baby. <laughs> a newborn baby, all right. Yeah,
5: we got It's like you have to you have to be careful with it because, like, if you put the wrong stuff in, it'll be like trash, I guess. Okay. And
0: does it mostly come from a place of pain when you're writing, or does it come from a a place some, of joy? Yeah.
5: Sometimes it's it's kind of like half and half. Sometimes, like something happens to one of us or all of us and we just write a song about that to express our feeling or like we we usually write songs when we're in like in an energetic mode and like really happy i guess
6: well i i write all the lyrics for the songs uh, as well as the boys but i like to write most of the um the words since i'm the one that's singing them um and we 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 essentially write about what it's like to be a teenager in Orange County. That's that's the essence of the album that we've put that we that we've been putting together for the past seven months. And each song has different lights to it. Like we have this one song where the lyrics are really depressing, but the tune is really happy. So it kind of describes the. The mood swings that you get, and you know how trapped you can feel when you're living in suburbia. And um, we we've been writing a lot of songs about social injustice and stuff like that. We're very involved with the LGBT community, especially myself. So we kind of um, we, we we like to grab a lot of different aspects of society and our own stories as well, and we include them all in the in the music. And it's just it, it feels really good when we when we pass a story along.
0: We ah, like to share that. I love that. Pass the story along. You want to say something, Cesar? I see a thought coming along.
1: (laughs) No, it's just Alex being himself. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, okay, so here comes David. I I just have to say that I went to that talent show and I wasn't expecting anything but good drumming. And I definitely heard good drumming, but I also heard an amazing band and I didn't expect that at a talent show. And then basically a year later, I started hearing tracks coming out of their studio. And I hear this ridiculous, emotional, amazing voice. And I was really touched by um, the songs that I got to hear, especially 80 Bands of Gold. Um, I was really like, I got it. I got what was so... uh, I just want to say that this Sunday, it's really their club debut. They've done some fundraisers, I believe, and some school functions, but they've been working really hard. And I think, you know, if the in place to be on Sunday is going to be at the Pilsner Room watching these bands and the Taco Truck.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So, um, what do you see for yourselves musically? And, and what are some of the things that you continue to draw on in terms of your influences?
5: Well, let's see. We all have different influences, so it's always something like, how can we put this with this and make it something new? For the future, we just hope that it works and that it really pays off. We're going to try really hard, and we won't stop until it's all successful.
6: Yeah, Uh, for each of our individual musical interests, um, obviously each of us listen to music that's more oriented with what we do, the role we play in the band. So, you know, whether it be Cesar listening to crazy drums and Soto listening to lots of rhythm, I listen to, um, whether it be Adele or Bruno Mars or Electric Guest, I listen to music that combines everything, the way things integrate, so that I can, um, you know, write five guitar parts that don't sound too busy. I need to learn how to do that. So I get my influences from lots of different musicians. But I'd have to say that my biggest music influence would be Hans Zimmer, which oh, wow. a lot of people are surprised by because he's a um, movie music guy. Mm-hmm. He writes music for movies, and I, I get all my impact from him. I learn how to, how to grasp the audience with big hits and um, impressive vocalizations and just how to orchestrate things, but
0: in a rock music setting. Oh, fabulous. Wonderful. That's amazing. Are you finding that you have a following so far?
5: Like what do you mean by that?
0: Like fan base. Like do are oh. people f- you know people following where you're performing so they can come and see you other than your proud parents of course? <laughs> <laughs> well,
5: we always invite friends and like ho- we we hope that they they can like go. Well like um like when we when we started we <laughs> we followed an um we made an Instagram where we kept everybody updated and um well if you want it's um Three T underscore official, if you want to follow us.
0: <laughs> okay, very good. It's a really good idea. <laughs> it's a really yeah, that's
6: our idea. Instagram account, and we do have a pretty small fan base. Um, the time period in which we were writing our music, we did not play a lot of gigs. In fact, right now is probably our highest peak of you know the shows that were the amount of shows that we're playing monthly, because. Um, For us, it's more valuable to work on the music for three months and, say, get one gig that we nail. Whereas if we're only working on the music for one month and we have three gigs that same month, the music quality isn't going to be as good. So we really take a lot of pride in our sound and the music that we're showing the audience. So we like to spend more time um, in the studio working on our songs rather than going out and playing gigs, which is what we're starting to do now since most of our songs are in their final stage.
0: So you're really sharing the deepest parts of yourselves when you play this music. Yes. Are, are you finding that people get it? Do they resonate with it?
6: I I think they do, especially um, the songs that have intense meaning in them. I mean, our songs go from writing about con mans who go on cop chases to uh, a boy who finds 80 bars of gold to um, a transgender girl and what it would be like to fall in love with her. Our songs have a variety of meanings to it, and I think that that's what grasps our audience is the diversity of stories that we tell.
0: I'm so glad you're telling your stories. It's amazing, and once again, David, you managed to draw some of the most interesting people into your life, and you know, you really give them a place to be who they are, and gosh, I just so appreciate the work you're doing down at the Drum Lab. I just think, I think you brought some really amazing talent here to KUCI today.
1: Well, I can't take responsibility for the band, but... Um, I can't even take responsibility for Cesar's drumming, but I, I think I've been an influence on him. But I do want to say that this is their club debut, and it's uh, it's going to be exciting. So be there or be square is what I said. That's
0: right. All right. Well, listen, thank you. We look forward to seeing what's happening with the Taco Truck in uh, the coming years. I'm really excited that you were here today on KUCI.
6: Thank you so much for having us. Thank
5: you. We really appreciate it.